Welcome back, everybody. Hello, everyone. All right. Well, this this podcast does have a topic, but we... I um, don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, you'll find out afterwards, but <laughs> Heidi did a thing. Uh-oh. Yeah. So... Heidi's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no. Heidi's not in me. trouble. Like, you brought me on podcast to tell me what I'm in trouble. But Heidi went ahead and went full steam into something like she normally does. <laughs> doesn't sound like Heidi at all. It doesn't sound like you at all. But <laughs> she did. And uh, she created a shop. Yes. That is, um, I don't know, I guess, what would you say, affiliated with our ministry? Or I would hope so. Part of it, I it's guess that's what we would will say. Help support us. I guess that's how you would say that. I don't know. Affiliated, like, yes. Yeah. Anyway. It sponsors this podcast. It does. That's what we can do. Growing Up Church, <clears throat> sponsored by... But it was actually um, just over conversation. And I know other people have done this too. Uh, Spencer Smith has done this too. And I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but just so over most of the, the Bible verse things that we see, whether it be on coffee mugs, whether it be on t-shirts, whatever, uh, usually they're so milky. And there have been a lot of people that have, um, kind of gotten you know, kind of that. gotten away from that, like <laughs> wretched wear. Yeah. Uh, I love wretched wear. I mean, he's absolutely incredible. I've talked with him before too. He's, he's real close to us. Um, but, uh, th- you know, they, there's, there's a bunch of different good ones out there. Um, but for us, there was just, there was still a couple, couple of those that we didn't feel that people that were really hitting on. Uh, so Heidi, we, we've both, Heidi's had a bunch of her own ideas um, but we've both kind of thrown into it and yeah, so now actually we, have a now video. Apparently we, and now apparently we have like <laughs> mugs and stuff and we're going to, we're also going to do it for the podcast too. So, yeah. uh, if any of you are interested, please get a hold of us, send us a message, email, whatever. I'm going um, to, uh, I figured I'd do a little video on Friday. Um, it'll be on our YouTube channel. You to well, just to introduce and share the things because there's so many people You're like that... a TV salesman. I <laughs> bet you money. <laughs> I'm not a TV salesman. You know, it's funny though, is the things that I'm like, no, I won't say anything. And then we get a million people that ask, and I've gotten so many things, and I was like, well, I'll just do a quick little thing and discuss. And I thought it would be fun because we're gonna. It still feels a bit sleazy to do, but it's okay. Well, but. I mean, it's not like we're making a million dollars. I no. think it's the, the, the biggest heart in all of this were like, these are things that I want to buy. Like I would like to have, um, I guess that's not very minimalist of me, but you know, our kind of running joke in our family has been, as we read through scripture every day, we're constantly noting verses and we're like, why isn't that on signs? Like, why don't you see that on the t-shirts churches handed out? You know what I yeah. mean? Like there's so many, it's like, where's that at? And so I thought it would be kind of a neat idea because I think some of the ones that we've made, you, you kind of have to be in your word to get them. You know what I mean? Like some mm-hmm. of them that we have in the design. So if we're putting out a new design each week, I figured I'd put a little something with it to like, hey, this is like, well, and then this for to us like, too. This is what we're talking about. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I mean this for us too. This is, I mean, our family ministry is how we survive. That's yeah. how the Lord provides for our family. So that's why um, this direction has been taken for the podcast, and then for the obviously for the um, um, the the home church but yeah. not yeah, i told heidi and everybody in the actual church knows i mean none of it is has anything to do inside of 
the church and nothing is ever going to be nothing ever is going no, to be but this is a, if this is a tool that, so. that the lord will allow us to use sure. and you know we can pay our rent that'd be cool you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah i mean if it's a tool that we can use but more so being because yeah be, there is so much that you know the whole point was to have like scripturally based you know stuff instead of your same old you know jeremiah verses and things like that that we're like pulling out of context and trying to make a point out of yeah yeah so that's that i i guess that's all we're gonna relentlessly push for now <laughs> there's so many funny ones though that we'll like be doing stuff we'll even have people message us and they're like ah Brandon said this, I need that on a t-shirt, yeah. you know, or different things. So yeah. it's kind of fun, I think. Um, yeah. And a lot of it, like, yeah, we get to make a couple bucks. It's not like we'll make a million dollars, but we get to make a couple bucks, which is cool. I enjoy having a creative outlet. And I think they're, they're products that um, those of us that are excited about this are like genuinely interested in. So <laughs> that part makes it, you know, makes it pretty fun. And then we can be like, Hey, look at us. We have a podcast and we now have an official What do you sponsor. mean you like to be dizzy? Like bi- dizzy. No, you like to be dizzy. <laughs> like, I don't what? like to be dizzy. <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Imagine you being busy with something consistently all the time. Yeah. And you I wanting mean, to do that. That's weird. All right. So anyway, back on to, to serious matters and the topic of the podcast. Which so. I still don't know. Prayer. Okay. Um, this is something that... Do you have a bee in your bonnet? I do. Did something happen? It's something... It, 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 it did. <laughs> I haven't really seen you much today, so I don't know what you've been working on. It did. I mean, this is funny because this has been... I mean, not funny. It's perfect in the way that the Lord works, but this has been something that's Big been surprise. on my heart and I've, I've been praying a lot about. And uh, today, I, he just, I guess, set me off on this thing. And this is this is probably... Can I just say that I'm kind of glad we can have a conversation on something other than replacement theology right now? <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> so I can't guarantee you that it won't come up. <laughs> Cannot guarantee. I don't know. Okay. It probably will. All right. <laughs> so, um, one of the most common questions I think that I get a lot I mean, we get a lot of, I get a lot of prayer questions or people asking about, uh, different things. I think one of the, one of the most common ones is, you know, if God knows everything, what's the point of praying? Um, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. And then like, if you're uh, telling me that I can't change what he's going to do, why, even why bother, should I even essentially? bother? Right. Yeah. Um, and the, the next one would be, I get a lot would be so we Jesus is God why did he pray to himself you know that's the other that's the other common question that people ask yeah. you know that that and even there's a lot of um people that try to attack that on the outside of Christianity you know there's like why you know if this is if he's God why is he praying to yep. himself this doesn't make any sense so I mean that's one thing that gets <clears throat> attacked very often I don't I don't intend to get to <clears throat> this will uh it's been pointed out that i do need to be a little bit more clear in this that i will not give a full theological breakdown on every single thing that we so this know, podcast is mentioned. a conversation so this on is the more so of just a conversation gotcha. and on the topic and hopefully helpful to to people that i, I think that most I, I don't think i know um prayer is difficult for most people most people um we don't we don't we rarely teach prayer 
we rarely, you know, we, we, we say it. It's one of those conditioned words that we have in our vocab, our churchy vocabulary. Well, and I think it's almost one of those like unwritten rules of the church, right? Like you don't openly say, yeah, I haven't read the whole Bible cover to cover. Right. You just, you just kind of like fake it till you make it because like, you, you, that's just not something we do. We all like you, most people know how to pray from the people they hang around and how they pray, right? Right. So like what you're used to seeing in those that are quote unquote, you know, Christians kind of in your circle, I feel like is like the extent of what most of us like, okay, well that's prayer. Well, that's what and the I other do. thing that's really harmed us is the Lord's prayer, the way that it's just used as a repetitive prayer. Everybody yeah. says it. I mean, it's on every single you know, every single movie, every single, you know, like, you know. And don't in, worry, in Facebook was very clear with us that they are not banning the Lord's <laughs> they are Prayer. They're not banning the Lord's Prayer. No, they're not. That's that. They so were it's very still getting flagged if you that. post it on Facebook, but it's yeah. getting flagged to tell you that they're not that they're flagging not flagging it. it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest it's thing like, that okay. happened. Anyways, um, but. Uh, well, I feel like we have people that feel like you either have to pray like the Lord's Prayer sure. or like you have to use that prayer and it has like a magical power right. or something to it. Not right. that the Lord's Prayer isn't amazing, but like, no, but that's you actually, know what I mean? It is, but I mean, it's actually, yeah, I mean, it's mistitled, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but we shouldn't. And, um, you know, we, like I said, it's just been dumbed down, I think, to us, to these things, you know, like you, you just say it and. You know, we, we kind of know, okay, yeah, you're, you know, you're praying to God, but I don't really get it. How do I do it? You know, because <laughs> you're, you're like, yeah, I know how to say these words, but I really don't feel, you know, and that's, yeah, that's something that's, like I said, it's common um, in, in nobody should really feel ashamed of that. Of course not. And that's why something this, this simple came from the idea of something that I was, I'm going to further teach my children. Because it was going to be, you know, I was going to okay, teach them this is to where it gets, pray. Because I thought you said you were coming down to work on stuff for the kids. And then I you did. messaged me and said we need a podcast. I did. And I'm like, what's happening? I did because teach them to pray. It's important that we teach our children to pray and how to pray and what prayer is. It's extremely important. And it, it kind of hit me today. And as I was, you know, as I was coming up with a plan on you know, how to present, you know, even better. Cause I, you know, of course I teach my kids prayer. Of course we and teach. And right now it's Hanukkah every night. We let them take turns lighting the candles on the Hanukkah. And then we let them just pray, you know, with the family and their prayers break my heart. They're so Every cute. single night. They are so They're precious. So adorable. Like um, the things so, they pray for. But it's oh. something that so serious that I realized today that I'm like, they need to know more. And they need to be excited about prayer. Because I feel like we t it's one of those things that we take for have granted. To do. Right. We take for granted. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I just pray. Yeah, you're like, did you say your prayers? You know, I mean, that Dear God, thank a, you for today. It was something Help all that, the children. But, you, know, you know, when we were in our, you know, when we were kids, you know, your parents would yell at you. Did you say your prayers? Yeah, say your prayers for you. You know, bed. and you're like, oh, fine. You know, <laughs> but it's like, no, that's, you know. I am that's, telling you that book, Veritas, that. Travis and I read mm -hmm. with this stuff, the Veritas conflict. Like I thought that was such a phenomenal book for kind of helping to understand that like spiritual side of like, do you understand that when you pray like a simple little 
I'm mumbling my prayers before I go to, but do you understand that that's you entering the throne room of the holy and almighty well, God? And that, like, and do that's, you get that? That's a great, that's a great point. Ugh, that was going to be chills. part of my point on this anyway, is because, um, you know, I mean, quite simply put, it's, it's, it's something that we get to do. You get, you have connection with the creator of the universe, the author of life, the almighty God, you have direct communication with the Father through the Spirit that's inside of you. Thanks to Christ, like, you that's enter so mind -blowing. You can't even, the like... throne room of the Father. Every time that you, you can communicate directly to God. So something that your, your communication and your, you know, your, something that a, a priest could only do and go into the presence of God once a year in the Old Testament, you know, this is something that we can do every second of every day. It's absolutely mind-blowing. And we don't, we don't, teach our kids the depth of this and the importance of it and the simplicity of it you know it's it's as simple as being able to understand what prayer is and once we adults understand what prayer is it's so much easier to teach our children what it is and I was like man though when I was when I was going to work down for the kids I was like man adults need this too Absolutely. I mean, yeah. If, yeah. if you don't understand this, you're not going to be able to teach your kids. So I'm like, this is kind of both. So I mean, it's it 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 goes both ways. Their little hearts are no different than your heart. Yeah, their little sinful selves are no different than us. So I if mean, anything, they, I think we can learn more from right. children and how they approach these things. <clears throat> right, but it's not fair to them if they don't if they don't understand what's going on here. And granted, they're not going to fully understand. I mean, we don't. You know, our, our human minds can only comprehend so much, so we have to remember that, especially as children. But also, they can comprehend a lot more than we think. Absolutely, we can. I don't think, or they can. I don't think we give them enough credit most of the time. I know people always get weirded out when they ask me, like, well, what do you do for your younger kids? And I'm like, we do the same thing for Bible with our youngest as we do with our oldest. Sure, her understanding is going to be not the same as, you know, her teenage brother, but when you do the same thing, it is amazing the depth that they sure. truly can't. Well, look at our hymn of the month in our church. The hymn was written originally for children. And as we're doing this hymn study, we're like, are you kidding me? This is so deep. And I'm like, see another way that we are really giving our kids the, the cheap end, you know, because we don't give the, you know, we, we milk it up, you know, for them. Like they just can't handle it, but as, they really can. As soon as, as, as simple as this is, and I can't, I don't want to, you know, go on and on and on about this. I want to make this as simple as possible. And this is for both adults and children, both. It's as simple as understanding. And it's a point that Heidi already alluded to, but <clears throat> when we pray, what prayer is, is it's communication with God direct communication with the Lord. And what happens when we pray is we see the Trinity perfectly in unison working in prayer. That was what I was just saying, through the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. 
they're all working in unison, all working together as one, communicating as one. You can't have, you, you can't take away one, you can't add, you know, you, know, you can't do anything with that because it, it, it works in perfect unison, okay? You're able to enter into the presence of the Father when you speak through Christ because of the Spirit that's inside of you. So, you know, you, you teach your kids, look, I know you can't see it, I know you can't understand it, but just as the wind blows, okay, you, you can see the leaves blowing out there, you know the wind is blowing, you know something is moving those leaves, okay, but normally my kids love to play in the leaves, they love to throw them up and the dog eats them and, and, and jumps after them, it's, it's like hilarious, really it's the cutest most puppy here. thing that you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. But that takes them and, and throwing them up and doing it. But then when the strong wind comes and blows these leaves, mm -hmm. something is pushing these leaves and moving these leaves. But nobody's out there doing it. Yeah. You can't see it. But so it's happening. It's, it's as simple as explaining them to this. It is there. So when you close your eyes, God is there, the creator of all these things, right? I mean, all of these, the, the author of life. God is there. So you immediately enter when you go into communication. And remember, even the desire to pray is the Lord calling you to prayer. And, and the Lord's presence is among you if you even have this desire, because these desires don't come from your, your flesh. They come from the spirit inside of you. So this is desired communication. So when you close your eyes, to pray, you are literally in the direct presence of the Father, and you have His ear. Now, that doesn't mean that we can go to the Father and approach this in, in vain and say, this, I want what I want. I want to get something from you. No, when we pray, we go to seek out God's will. What it is that he would have us do in this situation. Yeah, we have to understand that praying is more about changing us and our thoughts, our desires, our focus than it is going and getting what we think, we desire, we're focused on. Sure. We have and if such you a go, backwards. why pray? If God is already going to do what he's going to do, how are you showing any belief that God is going to do what he's going to do by not praying? You're not showing any belief in God whatsoever, any acknowledgement of God as sovereign over these things. So like James says, how do you suppose that you're going to receive anything? How do you suppose he's going to answer these? How do you suppose that he's honored? How do you, how, how do you communicate? You know, how do you see the answer to a prayer if you don't pray? Yeah, exactly. You can't. And it's a simple, these simple things like this that our kids can understand. So... In their little sinful lives, when they're, they're, they're you know, we, we are all sinners. That's not our goal. But they're, like I said, they're little sinful flesh too. So 
we explain to them that these things that are pulling against them, that, that go against what we read in the Bible, we know that we're, you know, for them, we know that we're not supposed to be liars or thieves and glutton. You know, we know all of these things. So it's being able to catch yourselves in these moments, catch yourself in these moments and speaking to your children going, hey, this behavior right now, you know that this is not right. You know that this is not the type of behavior that God wants. Now, you understand that this is when you feel like this, this is this time that you need to close your eyes and say, dear God, I need help. Because I'm about ready to do something that I'm going to get in trouble for. <laughs> so it's as simple as, as in, in, if you can teach your kids to close their eyes and go into the Lord, to go to the presence of the Lord in that moment, in that moment that they're going to get mad and, and, and punch their little sister. It happens a lot in my home. <laughs> You're <laughs> so asking why we in, use In that, that moment, topic. if you could go, you know what? This isn't the right thing to do. And I don't really know how I'm going to stop right now because everything in my flesh is telling me to go. And it's especially harder for them because they have, um, you know, their little hearts. And we know that Satan is after children. We know that he hates children. So it's, of course, so he, I mean, all the more they're getting that vicious attack as well. And so we have to tell them, look, you, this is, this is what Satan wants. You have to go to God pray it doesn't have to you don't have to say all these these fancy words you don't have to to follow anything we have to acknowledge god we have to acknowledge god as sovereign when we go to him that's why we say father we call him father okay when when we use this term call no man your father <laughs> this is when jesus is literal in this way right we have but one father heavenly father so we're acknowledging that this is by the Spirit and through Christ. Christ is the mediator. So you explain to them that even wanting and desiring to have this, to say this prayer, is the Spirit in them wanting that connection. The Holy Spirit in them calling to that connection they have to take that initiative go into prayer in order for this to to work and that's you know in in thinking of this little process even for in a, in a child's perspective this is a way for us adults too it works the exact same way it's, it's that simple. We can't make prayer complicated. There is a time and a place for every type of prayer. And there is a time and place, and there abs you absolutely should be in prayer in every type of way. Meaning you should be on your face in tears, weeping in prayer. You should be in private you know, speaking to the Lord in private. You should be in public. 
you know, not, not making a scene, obviously, like the Pharisees, but you should publicly be in prayer. Don't be afraid to pray publicly. Don't feel weird if somebody calls you to ask you to pray. Offer to pray for somebody. Don't make it, it weird. You know, it, it, it doesn't have to be. It's not. It's that, that's the enemy trying to discredit the spirit inside of you. It's trying to get you to fail. And you have to be able to identify this thing, these things to, be, to even be able to fight them, to even understand what you're doing. But, you know, I think respectful prayer is something that it, the more you mature as a Christian, the more that your prayer life will mature. So instead of just using words like, Lord, please help me, you'll be able to, you know, um, um, that, structure yeah. your words a little bit better. And, and it's not, you know, and just grow in the depth of it. You know, grow in the knowledge of the Lord. Well, because through you're growing it. in a relationship, sure. right? I love when people use the example of, you know, imagine if look at your prayer life like your conversation that you have with your spouse, right? right? So if I never talk to my spouse, I only go to my spouse, hey, can you give me this? Give me that. I need the raise. I need this. I need that, you know, whatever. Or I only do it as like a last, you know, oh yeah, that's right. I almost fell asleep. Thank you, Lord, for today. Amen. Right? Like, it, so think about it like your, your conversation that built your relationship. It's not that you're going because you, you just have to ask for things and God won't provide anything in your life if you don't ask for it, right? Like nobody will ever be made well if I don't pray for them or whatever, but it's your relationship. Cause again, it, it's, it's growing you. You're getting to know the father more. You're gaining understanding, you know, all of those things that you get through that relationship that you're building with the Lord. When, you know, you take a time to make that a priority in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, I mean, very true. And that's, it's one of the most important thing it is probably the most important thing that we we need to all understand and brush up on um and, and as i said this has been something that was something that has been on my heart in my own personal life um just growing in in and just desiring a greater depth to my prayer um i i just that's really been on not that I feel that it's lacking. I think a lot of times I get just like everybody else, you get attacked and you feel like you're not communicating enough. You feel like you're not saying enough. You feel like you're not um, remembering the, all the right things to, you know, all these different things. And you, you, you end up discrediting yourself, which that can be a hindrance to prayer, which you can't let it. Yeah, absolutely. So you can't keep listening to your head and going, yeah, but all I do is ask for things all the mm -hmm. time. Yeah, but if you don't pray, <laughs> yeah. that does no good. Yeah. So, you know, you will learn to to not Your go. Your answer there to, isn't then stop praying. Right. The answer is <laughs> like, never to stop praying. The answer is to keep, continue to pray, but understand what you're doing. Okay, don't, you, you, do you really want to go into the throne room of the Lord wanting to know if you, you, you want to make that extra electronics purchase that you don't need? Like, yeah. is, he's going to sit there and go, really? Really? But Lord, you don't understand it's on sale right now. And <laughs> like, like our life would just yeah, be so like much easier if we had a yeah. new computer. He goes, okay, hold on. Come here. Let me get down on one knee. Hold yeah. on. Come here. Yeah. Let me talk to you. Come here. 
Really? That's Do you what we're think that you right need now. that? Do you really? You know, I mean, it's he, we don't we don't want to disrespect the Lord in this, but like I said, it's 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 he is with us consistently and we have that access no matter what. We use it and get used to using it, but your life should reflect the uh, the th- God's will. So every time that you go to prayer, you're seeking God's will and the answer for that. You're not seeking what you want done. What does the Lord want done? Of course, there you can you can ask the Lord and say, "Lord, please, if it's your will, I would I would really prefer this to happen." Sure. I would really like this to happen. Well, and he he tells us to to go to him with our needs and trust in him to provide, right? So it's Absolutely. one thing going and being like, "Lord, I I truly from my understanding believe that I do need to be able to pay my power bill. Please help me." you know, to, to receive or see, you know, whatever it is that, you know, you have for me, you know, to provide this. But if not, and I don't, you know, whatever, like, then I trust that that is your will. And, you know, you will lead me on that path. So help me to understand what your path is so that I can continue (laughs) to walk in your ways. Right. And think about this. Think about, you You all go look it up and, and, and read it for yourself, but Mark 7, 26 through 30, okay? What that is, is that's, the, that's one of the stories of the Gentile woman who came and begged Jesus to cast the demon out of, his, out of her daughter, okay? If she would have never gone up to Jesus and begged him to cast the demon out, the demon would have never gone out. Do you ever think about that? If you didn't ask, it wouldn't have happened. He even told her, let the children be fed first, right? Hey, I am, this is to Israel, Gentile woman. But she showed great faith, better than anybody in Israel. Said, yeah, but um, that bread, even the even dogs eat from the master's table. So, and what, what happened? He said, go. Your daughter's healed. Again, not that he couldn't heal his, her daughter Not that he could not do asking. it. He didn't possess the ability. But if she didn't come up to him and ask him, yep. this, wouldn't have, this wouldn't have happened. But again, look at, look at how we would look at this with any... I feel like whenever it comes to like religious topics, we, we just go... We just go dumb. You know what I mean? Because it's like, look at my husband. My husband possesses every quality to be able to move the couch for me. But if I want that couch moved, I need that couch moved. And I never once say a word to him about it. And I just sit here and stew over my misery of not being able to move the couch. That's not his fault, right? Like, you never said anything. You never said a word. Because guess what we're doing when I go and I ask, hey, I need you. Can you please do this for me? That is so deep in building, more so for me, but building these these parts of our relationship with one another, right? Mm-hmm. So why do we think it's so different? I mean, of course, it's different in many ways, you know, between me talking to my husband versus, you know, the holy almighty God who with his breath 
keeps everything in existence. But um, but look, it, it's still the same topic, though, you know, in a sense of coming and just like having that conversation, growing in that, you know, it is so important. And I think to teach our kids in the same way is just, I mean, we have to do it and then we have to teach them how to do it. Yeah, I, exactly. And I mean, like I said, just just give them the example of that. Give them ex- the, the example of the blind man outside of Jericho in Luke 18, um, you know, that called out to him to be healed. And guess what? He was healed, but he asked. Okay, and then, I mean, point out to them in James 4, 2. James literally says that we often as Christians, again, that was James 4, 2, if you didn't hear the first, um, Often as Christians, we don't get anything because we don't ask. And we don't ask in his will. So that's, that's why a lot of times prayer goes seemingly unanswered for you. God answers every prayer. It's a yes, a no, or not right now. The problem is, is the only answers we want to take are the yeses. Yep. A lot of times it's a no, because remember, prayers to change you and what you're desiring, you're wanting, you're thinking you have to have, right? Right. But I have to have this person come to faith. I have to have this job. I have to have whatever. Well, if you, God promises that whatever we need today, we will have today. So that means then if you don't have it today, it's because you don't need it today and that's a really big pill that most of us don't want to swallow right right exactly and that's the same thing we have to teach with the kids too yes we absolutely go and you can you know talk to Lord, but but we don't teach them to pray to well ask god for what you need but make sure you ask for good things too right he's not santa claus right right it's it's asking for for help asking what what God, what should I do in this situation? It's as simple as that. Kids, you know, just say you're, you're wanting to make the best decisions in life, right? You want to do the best things. You want to make mommy and daddy happy. Well, guess what? When you make mommy and daddy happy, you're making God happy. And if you don't know sometime, you know, just teach them to think about that in these things. Well, and, and I think, sorry. And often, I mean, if you even say even, you know, don't, you're, you're not saying this in vain, but you can cry out and, and, you know, out loud and let your children say this, Lord, please help me with this. And, you know, and, and, and don't be, obviously don't do it mockingly doing, do it serious. If you have the opportunity, do it, let the kids see that. So when you, you know, in this moment, uh, they, they, they know the right moments to, to pray. So they know what to pray for. They know how um, but, but like I said, the, the main point that I, I, I need to get at here is just that we don't want to overcomplicate it because we won't do it even more if we do. Yeah. And it's, Jesus says, not, we don't need lofty words. Okay. You don't need to say all the big theological words. You don't need to arrange these words in a specific order the lord knows what you need before you ask for it okay the lord the lord already you know he he's watching you stumble and fall and you know you're like a cute little baby to him and he's like oh this little oh bless their heart bless They're trying this little so heart. hard <laughs> think of him you know think of it as kind you're fumbling through this. You're like, God, Lord, I don't know how to do this, but I want to do this. I feel, I feel the need to do this. 
um, you know, I feel crazy because I feel like I'm talking to the to to a no, you know, nothing in the sky. But that's why we know that it's far from nothing. We we are spiritual beings. Okay, we have a we have a soul that is been absolutely energized through the Holy Spirit. And now we have the seal of eternal life. And we know one day if it's, whether it be death or rapture, it will, we will be raised again because of this. And that's, we, we are spiritual beings. That, that's what we are. We have a connection to the unseen. We think it's so foreign because, well, that's craziness. That's, that's just silliness. That's fairy tales. No, God is very, very real. And there's the spiritual world is more real than the reality that you're living in currently. And it's, it's something that is becoming more and more apparent, I think, we see in the world. You know, we we see evil, just just pure evil in many ways. You go, that's just demonic. Well, yeah, there's but there's a spirit that's stronger than that. The spirit. And we need to start you know, we, we need to start feeding that and in and respecting it. And in teaching our children better and not making it complicated or weird or anything like that. But I kind of want to end. Oh, I had something. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was going to say when you were talking about that earlier, it was kind of funny because you were saying essentially the same thing I was going to say. But I was like, huh, that's how you can tell we've been together for too many years. Something that I've been doing with our kids more and every time I am consistent with this, it always amazes me the results. And then anytime I haven't been consistent with it, I can, I can see it from a mile away and it just kind of smacks me in the face. But when our kids start acting up, we even do this with our toddler, maybe more so with our toddler. But when they start acting up, Usually I think our response is to want to yell at them or just like, come on, you guys, knock it off. What are you doing? You know, or whatever. Like we want to go and like correct them in that way. But I have found it to be so much more beneficial to correct them in the way of going over and saying, hey, looks like you're having a rough time right now. I want to pray with you. Especially like, oh my gosh, our girls, when their words become not nice, when they're bickering over toys, when they're, I'm bored, you know, they're just not content, whatever it is. Going over and saying, hey, let me pray with you about that. Mm -hmm. But not only are you praying with them, which is, you know, so incredibly helpful, but you are teaching them then to train themselves because all of this is training for ourselves and for them. But we're then training them for when they see these difficult things in the world, in themselves, in the situation, whatever it may be. You're training them to say, hey, go to God, go to God, go to God. Talk to him about it. Go to God. Go to God. Go to God. You know, so going to them and being like, hey, you guys are having a rough time right now. Let's sit down. We're going to pray about this. We're going to ask the Lord to give us softer hearts, kinder words, you know, whatever it is. Oh, and you don't need to close your eyes. I, I, it's, oh, yeah. it's, you should, but it's one of those things that, no, like you literally like speak out loud. Uh, yeah, your yeah, your you communication, no, like, you have... 
You have an open phone line all the time. Yeah. Well, and I will have them do this too. So if they're bickering with one another, we have girls. So that's just what everything goes to so often. But when I hear the two girls not being very nice to one another, I go, hold on, what's the issue? What did you do wrong? You know, what, what's your, what's your part of this? It, whatever. Well, you know, she's just making me so mad because blah, 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 whatever. I said, okay, well then pray for her. Pray for her. Say, Lord, I don't know what she's going through right now that's causing her to do this, but Lord, I please help her in what it is and help my heart to be softened, softened toward her. And moms, this is, this is a good duty for you. Yeah. You are the more nurturing ones. You are the more gentle ones. These are perfect opportunities for you to be able to teach prayer in this. Not saying that guys can't, but obviously because mothers... Because a praying dad is going to is, be is huge, so much stronger huge, than a and, praying mom. It just is. Right, and, and it's a balance because the kids need to see their father praying because when they see their father praying, that's a that's a... That's something that, um, you know, but it doesn't really mean all hope sinks is, in. It is. It, it, there's them. something about it, but it doesn't mean that all hope is lost if, if they don't have that a praying doesn't, father. Correct. No, because they then that means that you as a mother father. are meant, you, you have got to show You've them got to step how important that. it is. I mean, for you personally, and if your children will see this, your children will notice and they will understand these things. And later on in life, I can attest, I can tell you that they, you, you, they will and be convicted of these things. I mean, I can, I can see how important these types of things were to many people that cared about me when I was little. Yeah. And I can see these things now. And I can probably, and, and, and now all of those things. And you didn't at all in your life. No, and, and all those things that they told me then, I remember now. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that because I came around and even when it didn't think that it was going to happen, it did. So continue to do that. Continue to do this. And even with the small ones, you know, Olivia's two and, you know, before she eats, I always try to remember and I'm awful at it because I'm feeding all the kids and she's always eating. I think is my problem is that kid never stops eating here lately, but I try to stop her when I go to give her her food and we just say, you know, Lord, thank you for this food, you know, bless it to my body or, you know, help me to grow strong off of what you're giving me or whatever, you know, whatever it is, you can say a little something, you know, but again, a lot of that's just training them up into the habits. I think I'm more so for Olivia specifically will pray over her. Lord, please calm this child down because I cannot handle anymore. Lord, please help us to go to sleep. (laughs) You know, like different things like that. But you, but that, I mean, not that you can't do that for anybody. No, but she, like she sees us at night. Now we at least call her to come over to us when we pray as a family. And teaching her that, hey, when we're praying, you need to be quiet. You need to be quiet. You need to be still. You need to be respectful. She's two. She doesn't get all the ins and outs of it. But she knows that, hey, there's certain times throughout various points of the day where I stand next to my family, I hold their hands, and we're quiet. (laughs) You know? And she's learning in that, and she's growing in that. And so even with the littlest ones, it's never too early or too late to pray with someone, for someone, we pray without ceasing and the all best, the time. And the most important thing that you can teach, like you, you hit on a little bit earlier, but to, is forgiveness. We teach our kids to pray for forgiveness for others and for themselves. Yes. Um, both. And, and that's exactly what you need. And you point them to Jesus on the cross. 
saying, you know, forgive them and Jesus praying for them and Jesus being the ultimate example of forgiveness and grace and remembering that his sacrifice and, and on the cross and, and teaching your, your kids can understand something horrid like the cross. I mean, they, like I said, there, there's, there's so many things that they can comprehend. Um, we had a, a tragic story of a, a child um, that, that we had uh, from a personal friend of ours that had known a child that attempted suicide. Child. So this is a, this is a, a, a I mean, what, 10? Same age as our daughter. Yeah. 10 year old. Okay, so if a 10-year-old can comprehend something like suicide, they can certainly comprehend something like prayer. Well, and that's what amazes me. I mean, we see the stuff that's in kids' shows and movies and even their games they play and all this other stuff, and then I get parents so often, I just don't know how to teach the Bible to my kids. They're not grasping it. They're not understanding it. I'm like... That's funny because they can break down all of these details for this TV show, movie, game, whatever it is, be it a good thing or a bad thing. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, your kid could be the most knowledgeable kid on types of frogs. I have no and idea. And I right? had this conversation with my children this morning, people, so don't think that this mm -hmm. isn't something that... That, that everybody is perfect on. I mean, I had this, this conversation at my well, kitchen Well, because it table. doesn't just happen once. I think that's the other point of, well, I just need to get this down once and then it's good to go. Now, this is a, just like when I talk about minimalism. I'm like, you don't minimize your house once and then your house stays perfect forever. It's a constant process. It's a way of life, right? So you don't just teach your kids about this one time and then that's it. They're growing and changing and needing different things in different seasons, just like you are. And so this is a constant process, a constant battle against the evil in this world where we're going, nope, nope, that might have been okay for that season. It's not okay for this season. That's got to go. We need more of the whatever. You got to constantly be fixing that balance. But I think that lie of well, if I just go to church, if I just make sure my kids go to youth group, whatever, and it's not like they're, you know, watching really bad stuff or playing really bad movies or their friends they hang out with all the time or quote-unquote Christian friends, whatever the case may be, you think that, okay, well, my job is done. Like, it'll all work itself out. God's got it. And it's like, no, it's why do you think in Deuteronomy we're told, talk about these things with our children from the time they rise till the time they go to bed, when we're at home and when we're out on the road. I mean, it is literally a 24-7, 365, sun up to sundown, and then praying through the night, you know, for all of these things. Because it is so much more than just, well, we said the Lord's Prayer, <laughs> check that box off. You know what I mean? Right. And it's so important to uh, teach our children, like you said, these things to, to make sure that we also remind them that even if our prayers aren't answered, our prayers are not in vain. Okay? Yeah. Or if they're not answered in the way that you expected them to be. That's why I love that yes, no, and not right now, right? So your grandparents or whatever praying for you all throughout your teenage years, you know, would have thought, well, it's never going to happen, right? Like, right. It, it, my prayers aren't being answered. Well, yeah, because they couldn't see 15 years down the road or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just because we don't see the fruits of that right now. And I get the heartbreak in it, right? Like, praying for family member that's lost. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, come on. And it's like, gosh, they're just not getting it. God's not answering my prayer. Why won't he do something? It's like, uh, I don't know the end of that person's story. 
I don't know where my prayer comes in, you know, but it never falls on deaf ears. It's, I think it, I think just if we can remember anything and teach our kids, like our prayers, I mean, nothing we ever do, our our thoughts that, you know, hide in the darkness, never fall on deaf ears. They are all heard. It's the answers to them that we're usually plugging our ears, running around going, la, 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 I can't hear you, right? We've counseled so many people and they're like, I just keep, I just, I need prayer for this. I'm like, I think you're being answered over and over and over again. You just don't like the answer, Mm -hmm. you know? And and I get it. I don't like all the answers to my prayers either, (laughs) but you have to, that's that humility of going, all right, this is what it is. And I am ready to do whatever you want me to do. You know, but that's that's a, a one, again, a tough pill we don't like to swallow. Right. So, I mean, you know, take them to Matthew 6, 6. Take them to Romans 8, 26 and 27. You know, just take them and re- read to them these things. When I you recommend, find these scriptures, write them down. Have yeah. a, maybe hang them on the fridge or put post-it notes around the house with scriptures that are reminding you to pray. So every time you walk into the bathroom on the mirror while you're washing your hand, there's a post-it note that says pray while you wash or something, you know. Do things like that to help you get in that, I you know, in that focus. I recommend the New Living Translation for, the, for children to read it's with wonderful. kids. It's wonderful. It's the best version without taking away from the original text that you can read that that's it's not a paraphrased version no it is like the message don't read the message don't read the message (laughs) i mean the the thing with the message though it was never meant to be it's not supposed scripture it was supposed to be a commentary yeah and it's the problem like is, is people basic who read commentary it of what right of what and that's his own interpretation it's not so anyway the the new living translation is the best version that you can get that's understandable um i know a lot of people get cranky about bible versions but honestly if you're going to get cranky about bible versions move on i mean i agree if it's a heretical version the like the new world <laughs> translation like the um like the uh, Jehovah Witnesses use, or obviously if it's adding yeah. the Book of Mormon like the Mormons do, and um, or, or if it's adding uh, extra prophet books or, or different things as uh, the Seventh-day Adventists, uh, some of them, not all of them, don't don't misquote me on that, some of them add some, some uh, text as inspired in some of their stuff. So as long as you have a solid translation, it, it's fine. Uh, whether that be... The get one that you NIV, can read and you know, understand. The, yeah. <laughs> That's well, what's important. I mean, if you like the KJV, cool. But I was talking with somebody earlier, and I was just like, man, you know, it's very few people that actually read the KJV and completely understand the depth yeah. of Scripture at the same time. Um, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist, and you listening could be that person. Don't don't think that I am not saying that they don't. But but what we deal with on a much more normal basis is I always was given a KJV. That's what was always read in church, and it just like I, I spent more what time we all know trying how to, to say the Lord's prayer than anything and else. Yeah, it's that's what we that's and that's literally the the, the scripture that like Jesus quotes in you yeah. know the old Jesus movies yeah. and stuff. It's like because like, that's how cause, Jews spoke. Yeah, <laughs> funny, but. I mean, it doesn't matter, it, but use the NLT. It, that's what I recommend. Um, and it's so easy to understand 
with them if you take them to these verses and just kind of lay it out there for them and um, you know take them to the example of Jesus and that's why Jesus prayed is to give example um, it was it was definitely um, you know he his you know we think of it it's a it, it's a lot of depth to that topic um, but we can see that Jesus in his human form, obviously this is an example of humility and in showing his human nature and having that connection with the Father. So while he was showing his human nature, he was also seeking out his divine nature and needing that connection with the Father, you know, um, being the Father. So, uh, going, going to prayer in that and, and seeing Jesus' example uh, of prayer and, and how he prayed and how he tells us to pray. The Lord's Prayer is more of a outline. It's not something that you're, mo you know, meant to repeat word for word. It's acknowledging who God is. It's seeking his will, forgiveness, repentance relying on God, all these different things. It's a model of prayer. So it's it's presented wonderfully in the New Living Translation. I love um, how they do it in there, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, anybody can understand that. And take them and, and, and teach them and teach yourself at the same time. Well, and making sure you take that time, like we keep saying too, to, to pause throughout your day, not only you yourself, but with your children and as a family too, you know, like I, as soon as my eyeballs open in the morning, I pray, even if it's as simple as Lord, please help me be the mom that these kids need today. Help my husband with what he's going to face in his work day. And please give my children a heart for you today, because if we have another crazy day like yesterday, I, I'm going to blow it, you know, or whatever it may be, you know, to pray like that, mm. you know, uh, before you go to bed, I, I tell, I started doing this a long time ago when we were first getting ready to leave our jobs and go off into the great unknown, where I would just, as I close my eyes at night, I would just pray pray, pray, pray for whatever it is that happened, whatever it is that we're facing, whatever it is that's just really bothering me, whatever it is, just, I literally just pray until I fall asleep. Next thing I know, I wake up and I'm like, oh, wow, I guess I fell asleep, you know, mm -hmm. but to do those things and get in the habit of just going to God, going to God, but then doing that with your kids, like you said, instead of, you know, your discipline or whatever being the first thing, but going and just praying with them about it right. it makes such a difference praying with your kids um your spouse whoever i mean whatever you can do with prayer the more you do of it the better it gets and again not the better it gets because he gives you all these things and blesses you with you know things get probably your life will get harder um, probably a lot of those things happen but the the relationship with the lord and the things that are lasting that are eternal just grow and deepen in such a wonderful way from a guy's perspective, I know usually if you're, you know, minded like you should be, you're thinking from a leadership perspective, you want to, you know, you're just a natural leader and you want to seek the Lord's will in that. Mm -hmm. So in any, in any situation that would require your leadership or your, you know, anything, 
be it from your family's finances, whatever it is, big at work, go to prayer and don't make it weird. I I mean, you talk to them. We go through this thought process, right? We talk to ourselves anyways, guys, right? We go, oh, no, I don't want to do that because then I'll do it. You know, I mean, we, we, we go through this. So take it to the Lord. Yeah. And, yeah. and pray. So, I mean, this is, again, this is, this is why I couldn't do it just on children. I wanted to do, teach them to pray, teach the children. But I'm like, you know what? Everybody it's needs It's all this. of us. We and all, we all need to be like little children. to be like little children. Yep. And that's exactly what, that's exactly what um, hit me and, and needed to put out. So I hope. I'm glad th- you did it. I'm glad I did too. And I hope this blesses you. I hope that it helps you. I hope it opens up more conversation um, and pray that it, it opens up conversation to you and your family um, to, you know, strengthen your prayer life, to strengthen your life. Because, um, again, this is not something that is is something that we have to do. It's something that we get to do. Yep. And it's something that is absolutely necessary as the modest Yahoo, modest Yahoo song goes, you know, if you have no, if you've got no water, how are you going to survive? Yeah. You know, if you, if you're not, and who is not the living feeding water? yourself with the living water, if <laughs> yeah. you're not you're gonna worshiping die. in spirit, in truth, and uh, certainly worshiping in spirit and truth is going to the Lord in prayer. So uh, I encourage everybody to now go to the Lord in prayer yeah. for whatever it may be.